guys, welcome back to another episode of Maz Talks. I'm your favourite host, Maz, and today's episode is something a bit different than the normal. But I guess this episode, I've been wanting to tell you this story and explain stuff for quite a while, but it just wasn't the right time. Now is the right time. If you do follow me on social media or you have me on WhatsApp or whatever, I did put a disclaimer that this episode will be coming out today and um it's about my experience and no one else's you might disagree you might agree but at the end of the day it is my experience personally so i'm gonna go straight into it so growing up i went to a catholic primary school obviously my mum was a seventh day adventist and my dad went to christ embassy so already in the church we've got a big mix up of different churches that everyone goes to we're all christians but we, we just go to different things as a child in school you spend most of your time i say like 85 percent 75 maybe of the time in school so from the age of three or whatever all until how old are you in your six years 10 years old or 11 all i knew was like catholic because that's what i like that's what i get taught in school i go to mass you know we study catholic this thing all the time so it was like that's what i'm always at but then on saturday i'll go to church with my mum they're telling me something completely different and then when i come it's just all sorts of rubbish not rubbish let me not say that it was just all sorts of different stuff that was going on and i just found it hard growing up when i was a child like what like <laughs> i know i'm a christian but where do i belong that was the real question where do i actually belong right it got to like secondary school that's when i started to kind of open myself up to learning different things about different religions and also just asking deeper questions because at the end of the day you cannot progress in your christian walk if you don't ask questions like not everyone knows everything you've got to ask questions so you you know the answers to them and to go about to go about your life with them answers really but <clears throat> cool i was going to my mum's church every saturday and then there was one i used to tell my dad quite a lot that i didn't like the church they were doing a b and c like i just didn't like it and then he just said you know one day um you and your brother let's go let's just leave and i said cool so we started going so instead of going to church on saturday we had like tuition which was good so at least we were having some sort of education on the weekend i used to spend like two three hours there with my brother just do like all sorts of different stuff and then i see at the end of the day we go home and just relax and then sunday wake up and go to church i think that went on for like a year or so and then obviously it started getting a bit hectic my dad couldn't go to church every single sunday because he was working quite a lot so he just decided you know what you guys go back to your mom's church and um we, we could figure out something <laughs> we ended up going to that church every single saturday and it was all right what i will never forget is the first day we did come back after like our two-year break or whatever that people didn't really welcome us if that makes sense like the, the way that they spoke to us it was like they were questioning us like oh what did you do then like, what happened to you like I said something bad happened to us, but nothing bad happened to us. We literally just went to church on Sunday and we just had some Saturday to do work and 
school stuff like there was nothing really like crazy going on in our lives i'll be real but it's just the way that they were putting us aside talking to us one by one it just felt like i'm being hot seated like if you play that game in the uk you sit on the chair and people just throw questions at you you just have to answer it that's how i felt like i felt like some people just dashing questions at me left right and center i feel like that day i didn't even feel comfortable in church at all like that day i remember i did not feel comfortable at all i remember i spoke to my brother and i'm like yeah bro like what's going on like why are these not moving like this and that's it i just brushed it because it happened it kept going on for a few weeks and then after a while it just died out someone new came and then it was just a new thing cool but what i realized in that church as well they do that quite a lot like when guests come or whatever they do this whole looking at them staring at them questioning them 24 like church is supposed to be a place where you feel comfortable and you can be yourself and if i can't do that then it's not that's not a place to get it like a lot of my cousins they don't go to like an sta church but when they do come to my church obviously they're wearing jewelry on it like they've got their own thing going on like i feel like the whole service people just looking at them like them, staring at them the whole time making them feel uncomfortable it's not nice like there's been a few times where members of the public have even come into our church and the whole church the whole service just staring at the person like everyone's just staring at them like, they're like you're making them feel uncomfortable and unwelcomed just making people feel up like just not wanted and it's just that's not how that's not what church is supposed to be about like in the bible it says come as you are if these people are coming as they are you should not be sitting there staring at them whispering laughing tv and like gossiping do you understand like it should be people should be should be welcome with open arms in church period like there's nothing else to it what i also observed was that there's a time period where obviously we like not my whole all my siblings all my cousins we all joined the youth choir i like to sing i actually enjoyed singing i like i enjoyed going to choir practices but after a while it just felt like if you're not part of the youth choir no one cared about you and this i've said it i've vocalized this a few times to the adults and the youth leaders so if they you know if they come and say you never said this though i have i've been saying it because i have no filter i say what i say and i mean it you understand but it was literally like if you're not part of youth choir no one cares about you no one checked up on you no one messaged you no one you know actually chilled with you like that's just it point blank period i also felt like at certain times whatever talent that you had they would like abuse your talent so like after a while you don't like doing what you're doing so for example i used to do like you know morning announcements i loved morning announcements do you know what it is like coming in the morning get cds everyone's faces smiling you know give them a little banter on the stage tea so you can laugh a little bit you know start the morning properly i loved it but there were certain times where i genuinely hated it because it was like like i worked in a in a, in a department so it wasn't just me that was just doing it there was a group of us and i felt like sometimes when i didn't want to do it it was like well you're gonna have to do it because no one else wants to do it whereas in a department if you're working in unison like if one person can't do something someone else should step up and you know be able to do it but it was like if i'm not doing it no one else will do it which wasn't mm, how i thought it would work but you know you push through so there was, i can tell you there's plenty of times i stood on that stage and i just i was not feeling it i just said to myself today i'm not even in the mood like let me just do the announcements and let me just go because i've i've basically been forced to do it sometimes like you know it'll be very last minute of 
like I'm finding out Saturday morning when I'm at church or oh, you're doing announcements by the way so I had no time to prepare what if I look like rubbish enough <laughs> to go stand on stage and look like rubbish but <clears throat> that was literally it sorry guys I've got a little bit of a cough so bear with me but yeah I just felt like whatever talent you had people used to abuse that talent so much after a while you just didn't like doing it so back to the whole youth choir thing obviously we used to go youth choir practice it used to be in my uncle's house so just up the road which, like, which wasn't a problem and I would be there like you know everyone's we'll be there for a couple hours singing practicing for Saturday or for whatever concert we're going to but obviously when it changed locations now it was like nobody kind of wanted to pick us up and if they did it was mad late so by the time we get there it'd be like oh we only have like half an hour of singing to do or like for like an hour like it wasn't worth it and I felt as though like our opinions as well wasn't being heard that's yeah that's definitely number one so i just left i left and then as per as per when i leave everybody else leaves kind of so my brother stopped going my cousins just stopped going like that's just it and i'm gonna be real like i'm like a leader type of person so if, if i stop doing something a lot of people just stop doing it so that's just it <laughs> just kept us that we've had countless meetings to sit down with the youth leaders and let them know this is what we want to do, this is what we want to do, but it never works out. There was even like a, I, would, I wouldn't say club per se, but we used to do Pathfinders and that was supposed to be every Saturday afternoon as we would like, you know, practice doing drumming or marching or whatever. One thing about me, if we start something, we must continue. We are not going to stop and start, stop and start, stop and start because I'm not in it. I'll be real, I'm not in it. That's what annoyed me the most is that there was a lot of us that were committed to doing it. But it's every day, I'm tired, not today, next week, next week. We don't have this, we don't have that. But you should, you should, be, you should be prepared. The same way that when you go to school, you make sure your homework is done, you got, make sure your uniform is, you know, everything's done, you have your work printed out. The same way. That's how that's how Pathfinder should have been should have should have been treated as that like a school kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't. So after a while, it was just like I'm over it. I'm so over it. I wouldn't say I was the most active person in church, but <clears throat> I always did what I could do, and I really did do stuff that was outside of my comfort zone. So I enjoy speaking. Speaking is not a problem. That's why I have a podcast. That's why I do public speaking. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not a problem. But the whole speaking on stage and you know, do you know what I'm saying? That that was a bit out of my comfort zone, but I did it because I said, you know what? For me to even get to where I want to get to, I've got to do certain things that I feel uncomfortable with. And that's what Christianity is sometimes it is about. Like you've got to do stuff that you might get shamed for or laughed at, but that's because your love for Christ is completely different. I just felt like the youth were neglected so much that literally when people left they left there's people in that church that I grew up with that left like five ten years ago that they just stopped coming point black period you see them obviously I see them outside and on social media but I never ever like haven't seen them in the church since and obviously the, the pastors and elders it always said that people go uni and then like you know they go and they do whatever but it's not about that i feel like when you're at home you know like you go to church with your mom and dad 
you're forced to kind of go you don't really have a say so when you're at uni you have the time like not the time let me not say time but you have that time to think to yourself what is going to benefit me you have to make up your own own rules basically you've got to kind of find out like if church is for me if it's christianity if it's if it's sikh buddhism whatever it is like you just gotta figure out if this religion or this church is for you when i left the church in fact yeah i'll say 2018 mentally like after a while i was over the church like i would come to church just for the sake of being in church i wasn't coming to church because i wanted to be in church i was just coming because i was forced to go when i was getting ready for uni i already told people i'm not going to sda church like it's just not happening like after everything that's happened to me in this church like I'm, I've, I'm done giving it chances if that makes sense like i just need to find a church that is me that's literally it is me so when i came to uni obviously i found a church i will not be disclosing that church i found a church and i was going to it i had you know times where my spiritual journey was going downhill and i just went to church but the fact that I myself have realized it and I said, you know what, let me make it, let me make a change and let me get myself back on track. That's not because of my mom, my dad, my sisters, well, that's because of me. Like my salvation depends on me. So this whole thing of oh my mom goes to church, whatever, that's cool, but when you get to when when we all die in due time that sounds so deep but when we all do go to heaven and we're in that queue and god is telling us whether you know you made it or not like your salvation doesn't depend on anybody else apart from yourself so you've got to make the decision yourself i spoke to quite a lot of people about it and they said to me do whatever makes you feel happy because at the end of the day you can sit here and make this, this the decision for for yourself now and and, and put other people's like opinions in front of yours but that's not gonna benefit you at all you just gotta do it yourself and that's essentially it so yeah definitely going to uni or moving out of the house or whatever even if it, even if you you're, you are at home if you know 100 in your spirit that you do not you no longer want to go to this church and you want to go somewhere else your parents should respect it because at the end of the day, like I said, your salvation does not depend on your parents, it depends on you. So I've talked about, you know, my primary school experience with battling Catholic churches, SDA, and then, you know, Pentecostal churches. That you know, I've done that. You know, I've left church for a break and I've come back, and didn't feel the best. I've always felt like kind of mistreated, and I will I, one thing I'd say as well is that. If you're someone who's active in the church and you're always doing stuff, you always be favoritized. Always. And in that specific church, favoritism runs very high. And I was never anybody's favorite, I'll be real. And no matter how these aunties will say, nah, Emma, you know, you're one of my favorites. It's lie, it's a lie. We don't need to lie today. It's all right. Um, it runs on favoritism a lot. You will not realize it if you come once or twice, but if you're in the church for quite a long time, you start to realize that, yeah, no one actually rates what you're doing no one actually cares about what you're doing at all at all even when i wanted to start my podcast whatever diesel said you know start it off as a as a christian thing and i said you know what 
I would love to make a podcast about Christianity and all this jazz, but me myself, I'm not the strongest Christian, and I'm on a journey to becoming a better, better Christian, 100%. But the fact, the minute you go on social media and say you're talking about God, all eyes are on you. Any mistake you make, it will be you'll be shameful. And I said, this is not what I want. I will talk about God on my podcast, but. The whole podcast will not just be about Christianity. I will have elements to it that I talk about it, but it will not just be about Christianity. Which, and it's my decision at the end of the day, and I made it. One thing that really bugged me uh, was the elders in the church. You guys have the power. Realistically, you guys have the power. And some of you, the way you use your power, I don't like it at all. There was one elder, he knows who he is, because when he listens to this, or if someone does tell him, he knows exactly who he is. He is literally like the, the, what's it, clothing police officer. Anything I would wear, it was always a problem. Like, fair, okay, one thing about SCA churches, yeah, is that they dress up, like, they take church to a whole different degree. Like, it's a runway, it's a runway show. And me, I don't really care. Like, some days I will come looking good, some days I'll come looking alright. It's just whatever happens on that Saturday morning. But every time I'd wear something, whether it, whether it was tight, loose, puffy, whatever, this guy had something to say. Something to say all the time. And sometimes he would say it in private, call me aside, or sometimes he would just say it out when I'm with people. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm not someone you're going to embarrass because I can really embarrass you too. But let me hold my mouth because we're in church. But it's literally every time I wear something, or oh, it's inappropriate, or oh, people will be looking at you. And I'm like, yeah, respectfully, if you're coming to church and someone's boobs or someone's bump or someone's shoulder collarbone is now turning you on, you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place because that has nothing to do with me. That's because of what you and your interests are. That has nothing to do with me. But it was literally so annoying that every Saturday it was like, I, I, I want to wear something, but or this person will talk about it. And the thing is that that person will say it throughout the whole day. Like, they won't just say it the once and leave us that. They will just continue saying it. And it's like, then, then one's like, did you think I didn't hear you the first couple of times or what? Like, I'm confused. Also, um, I leave the house with my mum. So if my outfit is really bad, I've, I reckon she would tell me. Do you know what I mean? There's been plenty of Saturdays where she's told me, listen, get up the stairs, go get changed, because what you're wearing is not going to do for today. There's been plenty of times, even my siblings can vouch for, for, for me, like, there's been plenty of times my mum told me, you can't wear that. And there's been times where she's picked up my outfits. Also, she buys my church outfits. So, if they're really inappropriate, that means my mum's doing a bad job. So what are you really trying to say? I'm very confused. Cool. I just left it as that. Because after a while, what can you do? Like, it just gets annoying, gets frustrating. And the relationship between that elder and I disappeared. And the minute he got the power, yeah, I said, no, it's not a bit of me. I'll be real. That's it. I just left it as that. Left it as that. What I failed to mention earlier is that obviously Catholic churches in the morning mass is like an hour hour and a half and then you know you go home my dad's church two hours then you go home but sda churches is for the whole day so it's basically from like 
10 a.m. all the way till like 5 p.m. So you have like your Sabbath school where you do like a little devotional kind of thing. Also, let me get into that. Them cornerstone books or um, whatever they call it, they were literally like, I don't think anyone actually sat there and made new material because the same passages that we were reading from last year or the year before was the same things coming up there was nothing that they changed apart from the pictures and the colors that's all they did like it wasn't helpful the, and most of the um stuff that was in the book didn't even make sense sometimes we're all sitting there confused it just wasn't it whereas like for example my dad's um rhapsody of realities that he has is very straightforward to read and it's very descriptive and from what one little page you get a lot out of it and then with the sure i'm saying i'm not comparing it but i'm just saying that it was very hard to understand sometimes one thing about me and i've said this for a very long time that one my husband and i will go to the same church because this confusion that i've been going through my child can't go through it two i'm not going to a church that is heavily Ghanaian based or nigerian based i want a church that has no culture in it like it's just a mixed church because then number one i can get a lot a lot more out of it and two i feel like when you bring culture into church it's the biggest mistake ever because then people are here making up rules and this and that trying to back them up with bible statements and it's not it's not a thing like that at all like just say you're in the wrong and we can move on from that because the moment i feel like here what i've realized anyway is the minute an adult is in the wrong they like to start using bible quotes and one thing about me, you can't you can't cheat me, I'll be real. Like I will really just look at you bare bamboozled because it's like just say you're in the wrong and we can move on. There's no point quoting because I can quote Bible Bible quotes too. Like we can really go back and forth if you really want to, but I'm not that petty. I'll just continue my life and continue what I'm doing. But I just feel like the SDA church SDA church that I went to was just not it for me. 100% I have tried out other churches so there was a point where every month or so like I was going to different churches it was all right but it was the same kind of situation that was going on there that was going that was going on with mine that was going on over there so I just said to myself do you know what this is just not for me when I came to you like I said I found my own church and I feel comfortable I think I sat down with myself I think when I moved into this house I said you know what this SDA church is, is actually not seeing me again. Like this is the last time, the last time, and that's it. Like I'm not even gonna force myself to do anything of that sort. It, it just it is what it is now. Like I've left. What I failed to mention as well is that I was baptized when I was quite young. I would say 60% I wanted to get baptized, and 40% was just peer pressure. And for anyone out there that's thinking about getting baptized, what do you think? Number one, you're not getting baptized in that church. You're getting baptized into Christ. So don't don't worry about it. Two, I know you might be young and you might think that you know everything, but no, you don't know everything. You have a lot of learning to do and to unlearn as well. So those type of decisions keep it until like you're after 21 then decide what you want to do like my dad got baptized when he was like 40 something do you know what i'm saying so you don't it's not a race it doesn't make you a better christian at all like just keep doing what you're doing when you the thing is when you know the time is right you know the time is right like looking back now i, I like I, I i regret it just a little bit 
but obviously that moment in time that's what i wanted to do with the peer pressure as well but that's what i wanted to do so i can't really complain too much but definitely when you when it when it comes to those important decisions think about it properly like don't rush don't rush into it and all that it's just not the time and place for it i spoke to a few people via twitter and instagram and we spoke briefly about it and it's just like there's a lot of things that a lot of seven-day adventists they're a bit 50-50 with and like when you really ask them what's going on nobody really wants to give you a proper answer which is all right it's all right because where there is not a proper answer you can go elsewhere and find your answer somewhere else in it so it is what it is like i spoke to quite a lot of people and they were like even the ellen why all of that they're not really 100 with her like her doctrines and stuff and it's true i've always been 50 50 with, with that i'll be real i'm not saying it's fake or if it's if it's a b and c but i just said i don't really i'm not really 100 with it so i keep it as that one thing i do find upsetting though is that within my church anyway like they all knew that we were all graduating at the same time maybe it wasn't the church in it but the people in the individuals in the church they obviously arrange like a graduation like mini parties celebration kind of thing and uh, i was never invited i am taking it personally because not only did i have i been posting that i finished you know uni handed my dissertation and everything but like we all went to uni at the same time not one person tried to contact me message me anything like that so i'm gonna leave it as that and hope put it in god's hand like i really don't care about it but i am taking it personally because it is one of them things where it's actually a big kind of celebration this thing and you guys failed to involve me i think that's what that's what annoyed me they failed to involve me in quite a lot of stuff and I, it's it gets to a point where it's like oh it is what it is, isn't it like i don't really it doesn't really bother me like i'm just gonna give you the same energy back and keep it as that also when i whenever i used to go back to slough I just never used to go home like before Saturday. I used to come to Slough on a Saturday. So by the time I get to church, church will be done. Because I just don't want to be in church. I didn't want to be there conversating and chilling. I just want to go home. I came, I didn't come to church. I came here to see my family and go about my life. Obviously, a few of you might ask, you know, how do your parents feel about it? My dad, he has always said, you know, when it comes to your Christian walk, it's up to you whether you want to whether you want to be 100% in or 100% out. My mom has been a bit on the harsher side, like bro, like why not coming to my church, all of this. But at the end of the day, like I said, your salvation depends on you and nobody else. So you've got to make this, the decisions that's great, that's right for you. And I, to be honest, like both my sisters as well my old sisters they go to different churches as well like everyone go, kind of goes to different churches no one's actually like all together all in one place like, i feel like it would have been different if my both my parents went to one church if they went to one church it would have been like oh why are you leaving kind of thing but because to begin with they never went to the same church i kind of had like, a leeway with certain things so that's mm, works out in my benefit i guess but relating this back to self-development sometimes you've got to make decisions that benefit you and nobody else religion is such a big 
big part of everyone's lives that you cannot you cannot afford to be lukewarm in the bible it says you cannot be a lukewarm christian it's a, it's, a, it's it's just impossible you it's either you're hot or you're cold there's no in between it's either you're hot you're on fire for christ or you're just not you're just not here there's not 50 there's not that mid that middle bit that lukewarm bit you know it's just not that thing but for anyone that's struggling with like their christianity and their spiritual journey like all i've got to say is definitely keep praying if you have any questions that you want to ask ask them because the only way you're going to grow and learn is if you ask questions and also go to the right people as well like i feel like sometimes i've asked questions in that church and i've never had like a direct response or if they respond or if i do get a response it's one of them oh you're too young you're asking too many questions kind of thing and it's like you're not even answering my question but all right cool so definitely ask your questions and get involved in church i feel like because of everything that's happened i've always i've just taken a like a step back from church and being involved in it that now when i want to be involved in it it's like something's pulling me away not to do it but it's something that i'm working on and something that i'm trying to you know get back into because i do like doing stuff you know with my church friends and all that and all that jazz like i actually enjoy it but because of the stuff that i've been through it's like I'm, i don't really care for it if i put it like that but like i said it's something that i'm definitely working towards and i feel like it will help a lot of people but yeah i'm no longer a seventh day adventist i have left I might have a part there, there will be a part two of this next week or i might do an instagram live so make sure you do follow me on social at mass talks i will let you guys know exactly when i will be doing this episode but i honestly and truly believe that everyone and everything happens for a reason people come into your lives people come out realize certain things you just stop doing and it just happens it just happens i when i released that disclaimer the amount of messages i i received you know with people questioning you know, asking me questions genuine questions you know genuine questions it's insane it's like people do want to know people want to know your opinion people want to know what's going on like this is what it's all about and at the end of the day like i said i'm not the best christian but i'm on the journey to become the best the best christian i possibly can be and yes a few of my friends have told me right now i'm not even feeling church and i'm like that's like listen i'd rather you say that than come to church with me and you're and you're, you're lukewarm do you know what i'm saying but i continue to pray every day pray for my friends pray for my family pray for the people around me do you know what i'm saying and i wish that and pray that you know anyone that's in my position or in that position of going battling between lifestyle and god and all of this that they do find a escape route sorry that's my little air freshener making that noise but literally this episode is more of a calmed one obviously if you have questions i will answer them in the next episode or on my instagram account so please do follow me at mazstalks underscore this is just you know one of those episodes where you just sit down and relax i hope this was as informative as possible like i said it's not me bashing people this is my opinion this is what i I have experienced 
not every single SDA church is like this 100% because I've been to quite a few just got to find the right one but for me being an Adventist is just not that's it it's just not for me that's just it that's fine but as always thank you for listening to Maz Talks I'm your favourite host from Maz and today's been a pleasure speaking to you